Welcome to the Security Tips Podcast, helping you be safer in your home and business. On this podcast, you will learn how to protect your property and gain tips and tricks to ensure your safety. Now here are your hosts, Alan Hennessy, and with over 18 years of experience, Barry Lynch, security locksmith expert. Hi, and welcome to the Security Tips podcast, uh, helping you be more secure in your home and business. I love that tagline. I'm Alan Hennessy. And I'm Barry Lynch. And of course, today we are going to be talking all about uh, security and we're going to be talking more so. The chosen topic for today's show is safes. Yes, indeed. And uh, we all need to be safe. Oh, I hate that. No, no, I won't go down that road. So, yes, we're going to be talking, as I said, about safes today. And of course, Barry, there's no better person to uh, speak about this than yourself. How are you getting on today? Very good, Alan. Yeah, great to chat again. Yeah, we'll go through some of the aspects or different aspects of safes and why or what you should be uh, buying out there. Very good. And I suppose the, we, you know, like I know myself, when I think about safes, I think about them either being in a business or, you know, in the in the background, in the offices of, uh, of most commercial properties and pubs, clubs, and, and I suppose anywhere that is uh, taking large amounts of money in. But I think there's so much more. I think there's a lot of uh, security now. Obviously, we're all a lot more security conscious in our homes as well. And uh, safes, I, I think, is, in the home can be uh, really, really an added advantage, an added, I suppose, an added layer of security as much as anything else. Um, so you might want to start, uh, I suppose we, we should really start off with, you know, why we should have a safe. Yeah, good point, Alan. Um, the main thing here is that obviously, historically, you know, everybody would associate a safe with commercial, you know, be it, as you suggest, a pub, restaurant, club, whatever, where they take large volumes of, you know, cash in over a counter. However, what you've got to remember now is that, you know, jewellery has become, well, always has been some aspects of it being quite expensive. Mm. Um, and insurers will now require that you you keep it or store it in a safe place whilst it's not, uh, you know, on you or with you. So therefore, you, you might may find now that, you know, when you buy a piece of jewellery and you go to insure it, they will request that you have it in a safe place and therefore you will need to go out and buy an adequate safe to store it. Mm, mm. And I suppose when it comes to uh, safes, you know, I suppose there's all different uh, levels of, uh, I think, of safes that we, you know, that we can look at and whatever. And I know uh, you have, you, you know, a lot about this. So we might, you might want to speak about, you know, the level of security that a safe can have. Yeah. So again, you can buy safes from various different providers. There's many different companies and brands out there. But what you got to remember is that you need something that is built of good quality steel. So we all know we can buy a, you know, a cheap safe in, in a DIY store and, you know, and pay a very small amount of money for it. But they tend not to be too well built and not too secure. They're made of, you know, a, a cheaper type of metal and, you know, a, a reasonable type drill could drill a hole in the side of it. Whereas if you purchase a, you know, branded safe or something that is recommended by an insurance company, they tend to be built with, you know, quite good quality um, materials. The more expensive, the more difficult they can be to for somebody to gain entry to it. You know, the material can be made up of 
steel and concrete and layers of steel uh, inside it again um, which will help protect it against being vulnerable. Mm, and of course you know I, I always think of a safe of you know and when you see them in the movies the big the turnkeys or the you know the the codes or whatever the safe the alarm you know the the combination locks as well so I, I suppose there's a, there's a, there's so many different variations of that. Yeah again you can find that um, a key safe tends to be the traditional way to go however a lot of people will choose to go with a keypad now a digital keypad mm. on a safe and you can even get a safe with a digital keypad and an override key this tends to be a great option especially from a domestic point of view because sometimes you might use a safe once a year or once every two years if it's in a domestic environment mm. and you're just storing stuff for the security so you find that if a battery goes dead or whatever it's 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 best to have a key for override now while most keypads would you know most of the quality keypads would always have an option to you know present a battery externally some of the cheaper ones that you would buy in DIY stores and stuff wouldn't and we we ourselves uh, get a lot of calls where people are locked out of safes for that reason yeah and of course yeah that uh, yeah I suppose it's the key but it's something that I wouldn't uh, think about you know you sort of buy you buy when you buy a safe you sort of say oh well that's grand but yeah like yeah, as you say if you have got a keypad and they are you know if there is a battery in in some shape or form uh, operating it like and I, I know it's not just a, an AA battery for want of a better word I think it's a bit more sophisticated than that but I think yeah it's, I think that's a, it's a good point to make that you know you should always take that into consideration as much as anything else and I see like I know from looking at safes and shops and and, and you know you've seen them online is, is they can be either you know very small or quite bulky so where is the, the benefit obviously there's a, the capacity to hold more in it if they're a bit more bulky but I like I, I, I would like to touch a bit on the security aspect of you know like is there a layering in safes in what way does that actually work well again a safe can work from so for uh, I suppose for argument's sake you could say the, the normal way a safe is raised is based on cash cash holding or overnight cash right. holding and that starts from zero and it can go up to you know 150,000 or 200,000 and that's the way a safe will be rated okay. um, most safes that you would buy in, in DIY stores and stuff like that would have no rating. They would have no rating, they would have no testing, so therefore they can't be rated. And when purchasing a safe, we would always recommend that you buy something that has been tested. It would clearly have a badge on the inside door stating what test it has complied with. It will also have a rating on it, be it you know, 2,000, 10,000, 20,000, 30,000, whatever the case may be. In most cases, when it's a commercial property, they know what they're looking for. So they know what their insurance company has recommended for them to purchase a safe for their overnight cash holding. Whereas a domestic, it's a little bit more difficult because you tend not to hold cash in it. It's more jewellery. So the best way to ascertain the the jewellery value is that you multiply the cash rating by 10. So if it's 5,000 overnight cash rating, it covers 50,000 jewellery. Right. Again, if it's 10,000, it's going to be 100,000. So you know if you've jewellery valued at 40,000, you'll buy a safe for, say, with 50,000 jewellery rating. And that's generally the way you will look for a safe. But what we would say to most people when they come looking for a safe is don't buy for today, buy for tomorrow. And the reason why we say that is because today you might have jewellery worth 10000 or 20000 or whatever the case may be. But you may buy more jewellery 
as you go along and therefore you, you will have to purchase a, a better site. If you have, if you think about the long term, well then you're purchasing a site that will cover you for that aspect and therefore you don't have to make another investment by buying a site, another site. Very good. And I, and I suppose that's very true in the sense that, you know, it's even the same when we, when we, call, when we talk about jewellery as well, like, you know, it increases in its value. You know, if yes. you're buying, if you're buying good quality jewellery, it's going to increase in its value. So obviously you want to be more secure, you want to be, to be that secure when you have, you know, and in, in a couple of years time, I suppose. Yeah. And again, like um, it's for sure, definitely the jewelry will always go up in value. So again, you cover that aspect. Like mo- most people would see a say something that uh, they prefer not to buy. It's like you know, it, it's not a necessity. It's not mm. an everyday item. But in fact, it could prove to be the most important item that you buy because if you have your passports, your deeds for your home, you know, important documents and your jewelry, well, then somebody comes into your home, you know, they can't get access to it. Yeah, uh, it certainly slows them down and, and avoids then all that loss of any of the jewelry cash documents and whatever and causes a lot less hassle. Yeah, I was just about to say that because I know we like the deeds of our house. We would have them down the solicitors, but we did. We you know it is a th- it is. And when I say we've had them, we, we've, we, like, that's many years ago when we started, where we didn't, you know, I don't think safes were, you know, the norm to be, you, you wouldn't see a norm, like, you wouldn't see it in a house, you wouldn't see it, you wouldn't see, like, the types of a safe, whereas now I think it's, it's a lot more prevalent that people are a lot more, you know, they want to be able to be in control, but also, as you say, you know, for the types of, say, deeds of houses and, you know, important documents that are very, extremely yeah. important or, or maybe even sensitive that, you know, that you don't want other people to see, that you have them in a secure... Because I think the other side of that is, is barrier. we look at it and, you know, and we touch wood that it would not happen, but if there is a fire in the house or in the, or in the premises, that at least it's safe as well as that. It's, it's, it's safe within them, in the confines of an actual safe. Yeah, and again, like, um, as we spoke about earlier, there are various different types of safes. So you have the jewellery, the cash, and then you've got the fire. So again, it's important that you choose the correct safe. Obviously, the fire safe will be slightly more expensive than a cash-holding safe because a cash-holding safe would be mainly made of steel, whereas the fireproof would be steel and concrete. And it's designed to you know keep the heat out. Because when a, it's not the fire that damages paper, it's the heat of the fire that damages the paper. But again, coming back to the deeds, we come across, certainly in our line of business, a lot of people where they have the mortgage is now complete, the banks hand the deeds back to uh, the owners. Some solicitors don't have the facilities to, to store the deeds anymore, so they hand them back to the, the customers themselves. And then that's when they now see a, a need to go out and buy a safe or a firebox. But again, you know, it's better to buy a, far, uh, a fireproof safe as opposed to, you know, a, a cash rated safe. Yeah, and of course, yeah, I, I totally agree with that. And, you know, it's it's something that we should really, all, I think everyone should be so aware of, I think, in this day and age that, that, that we have this, they have these type of safes, with, you know, that are... I suppose they're protecting our property 
at the end of the day and they're protecting what we own as much as anything else you know and the advantages i suppose they they're they're huge when it comes to having a safe as well a safe as well yeah i'll 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 quickly run through a, a quick story there which happened a couple of years ago it was at a commercial property it was a ga club and we won't name where it was hmm. or what area but we got called out to to open it and what we didn't realize was that it was in the middle of a field <laughs> and, and how it ended up in the middle of a field was the property was open the bar was open in the club the bar was upstairs there was a gentleman sitting at the end of the bar he sat there all night had a few drinks and so forth they locked up the premises and left what had transcribed was that the, the owner or the, the, the guy that was sitting at the end of the bar had gone into the toilets locked himself into the toilets and waited till everybody had left then come back into the bar got over the partition where the safe was held basically grabbed a hold of the safe and rolled the safe through the property, down the stairs, damaged the stairs basically nearly every step as the safe fell, and mm. uh, out the front door, across the car park, across the field, and then he tried to open it. And he had, he must have spent hours and hours opening, but he didn't get it open. He had used a, a consaw to try and cut the back off, but because obviously of the, the steel and the concrete, it was taking him forever and he <laughs> didn't manage to get it. <laughs> and then the, the barman came in the following morning. He was, you know, was able to follow the trail right up across the field and out to where the safe was. We got, we, uh, they made contact with us. We went out and we were able to then uh, drill open the safe from the door and retrieve the, the takings that were still in the safe. Well. So the guy had gone to all this hassle and still not got his purse. <laughs> <laughs> a, a, waste, a, waste, a waste of a night. <laughs> a waste of a night and a lot of damage in the yeah. property, uh, be it the stairwell and obviously the flooring where he rolled a safe out. But there was a lesson for everybody and the main lesson was they hadn't secured the safe. Yeah, I was The safe just, wasn't yeah. secure on a floor. It, the, the important thing is it's great to go out and buy a, a secure safe and, and, you know, store your stuff in it and you feel like you're doing the right thing. But where a lot of people lack is getting it fitted correctly. You need to fit it to a concrete floor or a concrete wall and therefore it is safe from mm. the aspect of being removed from a property. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a, yeah, that's, that's a key, that's a key factor as well that, you know, bolting it down to the floor or bolting it to, to a wall is, is so important because as you say yeah. there, you know, like, and I just have this vision of this guy rolling it down the safe and the, <laughs> like, apart from handling the weight of it must have been phenomenal if he, you know, if it done that much damage to the floor and to the, to the prem, you know, to the stairs and stuff like that. So, you know, um, I would have taught with a guy with probably was full of alcohol and trying to roll yeah. a safe. I, w- I would like to have seen the CCTV of doing it. Oh, I'd say it would. <laughs> I'd say it would have been brilliant. I say it would have been just a pantomime, just of you. But like, it just goes to show you how you know the the aspects of, as you say, the security of that is is to bolting it down. It's so important because you know, as much as we think about you know the safe and the content is 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 secure inside of it, there's no one to stop someone from trying to pick it up and move it and. And when they do move it, then, you know, you're just opening yourself up to more, you know, more, I suppose, hassle as much as anything else. Yeah, again, like as I said, the, the important things to remember is when you're choosing a safe is one, what do you need it for? What do you need it for mm. in the future? What are you going to hold in it? And what do you intend to hold it in, in the future? Um, again, I have had a guy who bought a safe office maybe five or six years ago, and he came to me recently and said, oh, you won't believe it. He said, I- I've got to buy a bigger safe off you. And I said, why? He says, I just bought camera equipment, and I paid a lot of money for it. 
and he said it's not big enough. The safe is not big enough to fit mm-hmm. it in. And I said that's that that would be a prime example of you know you just need to put a bit of thought into yeah. it. Yeah, and p- purchase the right one, and again get it fitted correctly. And it might not be very, or might not seem like it's very much uh, to get it done. And generally, it it shouldn't cost that much more to get it fitted correctly. Mm. And I suppose the size of saves, uh, the size, the size. Let me try and say that again. I'm put my teeth back in. The size <laughs> of saves. Um, you know, they can go obviously from very small, obviously to quite robust ones as well. So I think that is a key important. And as you say, you know, it's, it's it, I think it's forward planning that if you are going to be do, using a safe for a particular reason that you do look into what it is that maybe in the future, this, as you say, with the guy with the camera is going to be able, you're able to say, right, Grant, I don't have to go out and spend a lot more money on one as well. Yeah, again, like as I said, the size is, is vitally important as much as the the cost that you, you know you're going to or the budget that you're going to spend and then obviously the the place where you buy it because you know we've all come across uh, in the past you know where where somebody has purchased something and um, you know then they're told oh you could have got it for half the price but that's not necessarily the case with a safe it's you know you pay for what you get you you, you pay for the quality of it and the materials it's made from and then obviously the most important thing is whether it's certified whether it's it has been tested to a degree to cover whatever it is that you intend to put in it. Yeah, and I think the key—that's the key. The key important, um, to, I suppose, takeaways from today's show is, is is that you know you need to be able to be sure that it is a recognised safe in every shape and form. So you may give um, our listeners just an idea of the of the the key elements that you should be looking out for if you're going to... So if I'm going out tomorrow to buy a safe, what should I be looking for? Well, you need to, I suppose, pick a reasonably good supplier. You need to go in armed with the questions or the suitability that you need. Um, So ask yourself the questions before you go in so you can ask them the questions or relay the questions to them. What's the reason for you buying a safe? You know, what are you going to store in it? How large do you need the safe? And then, of course, you can decide then on what budget you're going to spend. And generally speaking, if you go to a professional supplier, you know, they will try to fit all your needs into one Mm. um, to keep the cost as as low as possible and give you every aspect that that you need to to do what you need to do. Very good. Very good. Um, That's amazing. Um, It really is. It's an insight into... I suppose another sense of the security that we need to be looking at, whether it be, as you say, whether it be in our homes or whether it be in commercial properties or whatever, wherever you are going to store your safe. So I think they are valuable lessons and valuable tips and tricks that we should be thinking about before, as you say, before we go and purchase that safe. Barry, how can people get in contact with you if they want to talk a little bit more in detail about buying a safe or even, you know, looking uh, the aspects of of looking into getting a safe within your premises or your home? Yeah, so you can make contact with us on uh, safes.ie and um, we supply every aspect of safe and um, you can send us an email or again, if it's just if you want some information or advice and we can help, by all means, just make contact with us and we'll help you any way we can. Very good. And of course, we will put uh, all of these um, tips into the show notes for this particular podcast as well, which will be also available. And uh, you can find us also, reminding you guys, you can also follow us on our Facebook page, which is 
Security Tips. And uh, you can find uh, Security Tips Podcast, which is available on Facebook.com, obviously. And uh, we will be also uploading, uh, you know, certain bis- certain pieces of information that we find that is relevant. And if you have any questions or any aspects around security, please do get in contact with us. Drop us a message on the Facebook page or send us a uh, message here uh, on your uh, the podcast providers. Leave a comment here in the uh, podcast um, section down below. We would love to know if, as we say, like the whole idea of this podcast is, is to help you with security in your home and also in your business as well. So, Barry, it's been another pleasure, uh, another great insight into security for your home and for your business as well. Uh, don't forget, as I said, if you do want to get in contact with us, please do so. Uh, we would love to hear from you. Uh, Barry, I shall talk to you next week when we will be talking all about uh, vans. Yes, and the security of vans. I'm looking forward to that one as I have uh, one of them myself. <laughs> Very good. Great to talk to you again, Alan. Okay, talk to you soon. Thanks, Barry. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us today for the Security Tips Podcast. Remember to subscribe, rate and review our podcast so you never miss an episode. The Security Tips Podcast is proudly sponsored by Dinolocks.ie, Ireland's leading security and locksmiths experts. For more information, visit their website www.dinolocks.ie.